This is President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Ramblin' About Washington. going on Washington Football Nation. It's your boy Rio Robinson and we are back with another episode of the Rambling About Washington podcast and it's a victory podcast. You know, we don't have to come in with that same depressing feeling that I came with in the mood, the melancholy mood on Monday following that Buffalo Bills game. I'd say at most I feel lukewarm after this game, but who am I to scoff at victories when they're something that comes a dime a dozen in this town. So I'm going to cherish it, and I'm going to try to enjoy this victory. It's just the same deficiencies of this team still existed in the process, but we're going to get into that. We beat the Atlanta Falcons in Mercedes-Benz Stadium 34-30 today on another Taylor Heineke game-winning drive, a drive that had to take place because we were down two points because Dustin Sugarfoot Hopkins left two extra points on the field in a dome with no weather conditions affecting affecting his kicking. We really have a kicking problem, but let's get to the good before we bring out the pessimism and the hating, as some would say. Taylor Heineke, he definitely got away with some throws today, but we're not even going to, we're not going to point that out. We're not going to talk about his long-term status as our quarterback. What we're going to talk about is how this guy is clutch. He gets it done when the game is on the line. And that play he made to J.D. McKissick, where he surveyed the field, scrambled to his left, came across to his right, and hit J.D. in the backfield for him to catch and run and put us ahead with the go-ahead score. That play was fucking ballsy. He has so much moxie. I know we say this every week, but... He's got something to him. Like, he's certainly got something to him. And I'm just going to enjoy the ride while he's here. He's fun. He doesn't play like a bitch. He takes chances. He has cojones for days. And even when he makes bad plays, he comes back and he still slings it. And he has a thorough knowledge of the offense. So for that, Taylor Heineke, you get more than a hat tip. You get one of my game balls for the week. My next game ball is going to go to J.D. McKissick. No, 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 no. My bad. We're going to get to J.D. McKissick. You don't get a game ball. You're going to get a hat tip for me. DeAndre Carter. I cannot remember the last time we ran a kickoff for a touchdown. Okay, I can't remember. It was two years ago. It was Steven Sims Jr. But that kickoff return we had in the second half, in the third quarter, that was electrifying. We need more of that. You, like, you can just see it as you've seen him return kicks in the first couple of weeks. He's definitely going to break one at some point. And he broke one today. So he's going to get one of my game balls, and he made a big catch on one of our touchdown drives. And we scored on four out of our five drives in the second half. That's beautiful. I need more of that in my life. Terry McLaurin, of course you get a game ball. We just don't deserve this guy. This guy is a next-level talent. He's special. He dropped a couple passes today, but you know what? I'm going to let him slide on that because he performs, produces, and does his job every week. He doesn't just talk about it like some folks on the team. He bees about it. He walks the walk, and he talks the talk, and that's why he wears a C on his chest. 
Just mixing boys up today in Atlanta. Got a nice deep ball touchdown. Always fights hard for yards after the catch. Like JP and P. Haley like to call him a coach's dream. He literally is a coach's dream. He's humble. He has an edge. He performs every week. He tries to he works on his craft and he tries to sharpen it and enhance it every year. The kid is just a freaking baller. JD McKissick, yes. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get you a game ball too. Let's go back to JD McKissick. Tough yards. Every time he runs the ball on these little shotgun draws, shotgun dives, and that play he made to dive, I felt in his soul, I felt exactly what he was doing. As he was approaching the sideline, he could have stepped out, killed the clock, or just took being tackled at like the five, but I know exactly what was going through his mind as he was approaching that pylon. He was like, we cannot put this sorry goddamn kicker back on the field to win this game for us because this bastard can't make extra point. So why in the hell would I want him on the field to kick the game-winning kick? So I'm going to be Superman right quick and have an outer body experience and just dive in the end zone. Thank you for that, J.D. McKissick. Let's see if anybody on the defense is getting a game ball today. Okay, that was quick. Nobody on the defense is getting a game ball today. You guys, once again, stuck, stunk up the joint and played like shit. So we gave game balls away. Let's give out scrubs. We're going to make this a short one. Jack Del Rio and the entire defense, you all get scrubs for this week. It's not acceptable. Matt Ryan is a statue. Yes, he's a fringe Hall of Fame quarterback. He's also approaching age 37, and he can't move, and he has a shaky offensive line in front of him. Yet, we got one sack on him? And then the Chase Young play, everybody, oh, my God, that was the worst non That was the worst rough in the passer call ever. How about Chase Young just wrap him the fuck up and, and sack him? Why is Chase Young suddenly allergic to making a sack? Why can't he get a sack? We're four weeks into the season, and we have to come up with a new tag or new litany of excuses for Chase Young. Why can't he get a sack? Why is Montez Sweat capable of getting sacks, but Chase Young is not? Oh, he's getting chipped. He's getting doubled. Oh, he's making an impact even without getting. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to do that shit. We're not going to keep running these same excuses up. He's supposed to be the face of this team. Right now, the face of this team is Terry McLaurin. He is the identity, the soul, and best performer on this team week in and week out, period. It is not Chase Young. Last week, he said, oh, Whoever's bullshit, we're going to call them out because we don't want no more bullshit. Chase, big dog, I love you. I want to see you flourish. You're not doing so right now. You wouldn't have got called for roughing the passer on that play if you didn't do some dumbass punch move at the quarterback instead of just wrapping him up. Why are you letting Matt Ryan's frail ass shrug you off like you're some peasant slot cornerback? What are we doing up front? Yes, I saw pressure. There was pressure. Matt was still finding the creases in the defense and stepping up. The secondary can't cover a soul. 
It's not just the backers this week. Everyone behind the D-line also was ass. Cameron Curl is the only player that played halfway decent that stands behind the D-line. Safety play was shit. Corners were shit, including the $14 million man, William Jackson. Unacceptable. It's either you're getting beat or you're getting called for pass interference, which means you're about to get beat. At some point, we're going to have to cover somebody. We play the Saints, who are very beatable next week, but they have an offense. And then we play the Chiefs. And then we go to Lambeau. And we play the Bucks, the Broncos, the Raiders, teams that can score. How the hell are we supposed to have confidence that we can stop any of these teams when we couldn't hold the Atlanta Falcons under 30 points? The Falcons have averaged 16 points a game through the first three weeks of the season. They scored 30 today. Matt Ryan has struggled through three games. 300 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Once again, zero turnovers. I don't know why we're incapable of forcing turnover. For starters, our corners are way too far back every play. I don't know what I know we were down St. Juice today and we weren't really pressing, but it really looks like we're in the same bland manila ass soft zone the entire game and it never works. I'm I'm not sure what the plan is defensively, if there is one right now, but something needs to be corrected or I just can't take us seriously versus even the best team in our division, Dallas. Dallas is going to light our ass up if the defense does not wake up. But back to the good, the offense. We welcomed back Curtis Samuel. Welcomed back. Actually, we welcomed him because it was the first time we seen him in a game uniform since he joined the team. He didn't do much today, but his impact was felt. He had about Four catches for like 20 yards, but three of them were first down catches. A couple on third downs. He definitely adds a wrinkle to the offense. It keeps the defense on their toes because it gives us an unpredictable sense to the offense. Scott Turner didn't have a horrible game, but, you know, he called, he dialed it up. We scored 34 points. He and When it mattered, he made the right calls. For some reason, we're god-awful at calling a two-point conversion play. Like, I feel you. Like, we had to go for two. But every two-point conversion play since this regime got here has looked the same. And it always looks like a show. I don't know what the hell happens with these play calls. But for some reason, it never works out for us when we go for two. But we got the victory. Four points. I don't mean to come in here and be a Debbie Downer, a negative Nancy and rain on the parade of our victory, but I'd be remiss if I was to come in here and act like we're suddenly some contender and we've rounded into form after that victory. Most of that game, I was in a bad mood because I don't understand what's going on with our defense. We have harped and heard all the rumblings all offseason about how great this defensive unit, specifically this defensive line is. We're giving I gave Chase a prediction of 17 sacks this year. It, it's not just the sacks, though. It's the body language. Dude is not on the field as much as I'd like him to be. It's something's not right in that defensive room right now. I don't know what is going on, but we gotta write the ship there. We're two and two.
Everybody in the division won today, including the Giants, who beat the team we play next week. So the Saints are coming in with a chip on their shoulder. The Eagles, they lost to Kansas City, but I will say they gave them a hell of a game. I'd like to say thank you to my guy, Mark Holmes, who hosted me at his house today. We had our own red zone type setup. We had every NFC East game on the TVs. We all had mics set up, and we sat there and called it like we were on the set, like Skip and Shannon Sharp, and it was phenomenal. There was phenomenal food with a chef in the building. Mark Holmes does it big. Shout out to him over there with the Joe Boo Sports Report. That was great. I look forward to going back over there and watching some more games with him, and I'm just glad I didn't have to sit in misery after another loss, it was another nail-biter because this team doesn't know how to make it easy on us, you know? They have to make us sweat. They have to make us as fans earn and work for victory, you know? This is a bad Atlanta team, so I'm just calling a spade a spade. I'll take the victory every day of the week because we don't, we're not promised those when we're fans of this team. But you are terribly delusional if you don't think that we have some real long days ahead if this defense doesn't turn it around. It's nice to be able to score 30 points in multiple games because I can't remember the last time we were able to do so. Taylor Heineke is a great story. We had some injuries today. Ioannidis left the game. Logan Thomas left the game. And Antonio Gibson left the game. So we got to get guys healthy and back out there. But overall... We got a dub, and for that, I am thankful, I am grateful, and I don't have to come in here and rip the team to shreds, even though some would say I just did so. I'll take the victory. I need to go back and see what Game Pass is talking about and take another look at the game because there were definitely missed opportunities on offense, but offense and the quarterback play are so far from the problem that I won't even magnify them and act like they're even a part of the problem at the moment. 97% of the problem with this team right now is the defense. When your strength has suddenly become a weakness, you're going to have a problem no matter who you are playing. So Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera, sit down, do some soul searching, and get these boys right because – if we really want to give Dallas a run at this division, we're going to have to upset some folks. Like I said, we got some boys on this schedule. We got Rodgers. We got Mahomes. We got Wilson. We got Brady. We got Derek Carr. Whatever the Broncos are, whatever the Panthers are, and then we got the division, which includes Dakota Prescott two times. This type of defensive performance that I've seen these last no, the whole season to this point. The Falcons once again killed us on third down. They were 10 of 16 on third down. I believe as we currently sit, we are trending towards being the worst third down defense in the history of this league. And most of them feel like they're third and 10 plus. Get off the field on third downs, please. Or I don't know how we will compete with elite Super Bowl contending teams. But, hey, we won. We won, though. We won. Hooray. Good job, guys. We beat the Falcons, the one in three Falcons. 
barely doing so. On another Taylor Heineke game-winning drive. But I'll be there next week in New Orleans. I have my pink breast cancer awareness month stuff on. And I'll be there rooting my team on. That's a winnable game. To me, it's another must-win game because the schedule's about to get real. And I'm not going to sit here and act like we're about to stack victories versus a bunch of Super Bowl contenders. But for now, I'm going to just enjoy this week. We got to win. We're one game behind Dallas for the division. Hopefully the Giants can upset the Cowboys next week and we can get a dub so we can sit at first place for a week. So until then, hell victory. Hail to the nameless football team. Deuces. <laughs>